exclusive hot new mix. We, we, we chillin' real hard, you know how we do. All right, welcome everybody to our very first podcast show. Right now it's the No Name Podcast. I'm your girl, Mika Gwen. I have my girl here with me. Go ahead and introduce yourself. I go by B Fox, a.k.a. Brandy. Why do you have the sexy voice going on? I don't know. People tell me that I have like a phone voice. Maybe because I talk on the phone so much for work. But I definitely have a regular voice and like a speaking voice. It sounds like a sex phone oh, voice. Interesting. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should go back to my regular voice then. I want people to get the wrong idea. Exactly. So, we're not going to talk too much about us, but we are from Detroit, 313. Joy Road. <laughs> Joy Road, exit 9, come up <laughs> off the freeway. Um, so, today we are going to be talking about ships. So, relationships, situationships, friendships. All the shifts that you can think of, we are going to touch on today. So, I have a question for you, Brandy, or B Fox, I should say. Can men and women be friends? Yes, absolutely. They can. Okay. But I feel like I should put a little caveat to it because, based on personal experience, men and women can be friends, but unless one of them is homosexual and likes the same sex, I feel like a lot of times one or both part, like it could get cloudy. Like, I don't know if I've ever had a 100% platonic friendship with a male. Hmm. I have had a platonic friendship, but I won't say that things never got cloudy. Okay. So you're saying that men and women cannot be friends unless one is gay. I know they can. Maybe now that I'm 34, it it could work because all of these relationships formed when I was younger in my college days. Mm -hmm. You know how that goes. But as of now, and even at, at, maybe if I worked away from home, I would have a different perspective on it because I had friends that were like at work and it didn't go anywhere. But like my true blue friends, I've never had a friend that was male. I don't know. Okay. I think that, I think it is possible for men and women to be platonic friends. However, I can say that I feel, now this isn't written in stone. I don't know any specific accurate statistics, but I do feel like a small percentage can stay platonic friends and a higher percentage of men and women who start off as friends. It does get a little bit cloudy because I feel like most times there is one person out of the friendship that likes the other person and then it just messes up the whole friendship yeah that's the whole thing like for me like I don't know if like as you know I have a platonic friend that I'm just friends with we've never done anything but that's not to say that nobody was ever attracted to the other person or that it couldn't have gone further if both parties were willing to. So I think what you said is right. It's probably a small percentage based on what we've gone through. It's probably a small percentage. And then I would be thinking, I don't know if this is narcissistic to say, but like if I had a friend that never tried anything, or I'd be thinking like, <laughs> are you gay? <laughs> is something wrong with me? Like, yeah, really want, or is he just being respectful of like 
the boundaries. Right. I would have questions. Now, do you feel as though it's more... Let's say you you have um, a boyfriend and he has a female best friend. Would you be more accepting of it if they started off as friends when they were young versus they've just been friends the last five years? I would be more accepting of it if it was always known that this was his friend and if we were all friends. Like, if that's your friend, we need to be friends. We're all friends. Because I've had that... (laughs) that card pulled on me of like this is my friend but like I didn't even know who this person was like where did she come from yeah because if she's your friend and I'm your girlfriend or wife or significant other then I should already know about right. it because if we're all friends I think it would be fine and I could pretty much tell if it was something yeah like, I could just tell if something's going on between people like right you can get an idea and then you can bow out before exactly <laughs> before things get sticky I think that's the key thing if I Let's say my boyfriend came to me and said, yeah, I have a female best friend. I would feel like I need to, that needs to be my new best friend as well. I need to get to know her. I need to build that trust with her. I may trust you, but right now I don't trust her. So I need to get to know her so I can know that it's strictly a platonic friendship going on here. I agree. We need to take a card out of Brooke Valentine's book. And just feel like whatever your man's doing, we all need to be doing. Yeah, we're like, all a part of this now. We're all, we all BFFs now. Exactly. So. so let me ask you this. Could you date someone who has a sex tape or their private parts were exposed on the internet? With the state of dating right now, I would have to say yes. Because, you would? Well, if the guy has all the qualities that I'm looking for, which isn't a lot but it's very specific and the only negative was that his privates was out on the internet or a sex tape um or a sex tape the sex tape might be a little bit difficult more difficult to deal with but if they had every other thing that i was looking for then i might have to consider it because it's hard out here in the streets okay what about what if their sex tape was whack or their <laughs> private parts were a little petite and people were clowning them? Would that would that determine your judgment on if you wanted to pursue because everybody knows that they have whack sex or a tiny wee-wee? It would bother me <laughs> if people were clowning them. It would bother me if I was bothered by it. Like, if I saw it and I was like, this isn't up to par, then I don't have a problem with it. It's, it's not about what other people think and be about what I think. And if you could see the goods beforehand and you know it's not right, then just, just walk away at that point. Yeah, it's better that you know now yeah, versus you're already into it. Yeah, caught up in a situation. You can, that's almost like a good thing because you can like get, you don't have to waste your time. Exactly. But if I felt like it was okay and it was just everybody else's clowning them, then I, we just have to get Right. You mentioned Safari. So it seems like <laughs> Safari has gotten a lot of praise from yes. his private part. It seems like a lot of women approved of the size of his privates. Um, so, but everybody doesn't, probably wouldn't get that praise. It went, it went good. It went good. I heard he's gotten some deals, sex tape, or sex, not toys. sex toy deals. He's gotten some, but... It could go the opposite way for everyone else. So I suggest 
you be cautious about who you send your stuff if it's not up to par because it can ruin things for you down the line. But for Safari, it was a positive thing. Mm -hmm. So if I was dating Safari, I'll be okay with that. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people would agree with that. You know, he has other positive things going for him. Right. Or you could be like, this is... And his his thing being out there wasn't a negative thing. So Yeah, it turned out good for him. It it probably was embarrassing at first, but now that he's gotten a deal out of it, it kind of worked out in his favor. He probably regret it at this point. Nikki probably regrets it. Exactly. (laughs) And I feel like, you know... In this day and age, because of social media and everybody posts every single thing, it's probably not smart to exchange tapes, doing a sex sex tape or taking pictures and sending it. However, if you do, just make sure your face isn't in it. So you can always deny, deny, deny. Deny. And make sure that you have no, nothing that can identify you around the private area. Tattoos, scars. Because because at that point people can tell it's you because yeah, we've Javar seen that tattoo before <laughs> on you. Jay dog on your hip. Exactly. First of all, you get a tattoo on your hip, but that's another story. Exactly. So I know I'm just jumping around here, but I'm just trying to get through all the ships. So let me ask you this: Do you think women or men settle more? When it comes I to relationships, think women settle more just because of all the stigmas and stereotypes that are put on women. As far as if you're not married by a certain age, if you don't have kids by a certain age, if you are in a relationship and you break up and it's that can't keep a man stigma. So I feel like it's all these stigmas. Whereas if a guy breaks up with a girl and keeps dating around, it's like he's a player. Whereas if a girl does that, it's like she can't keep a man. So for that reason, women might settle in a relationship that they don't, they're not even happy in just because they don't want to break up with another guy or mm-hmm. they don't want to break up their family or they don't want to wait until they're older to have kids or whatever the case may be because of all the stereotypes that are put on women and all the pressure and the fact that we have clocks and men don't have clocks. True. It's just a lot of stuff where I feel like women settle. And I would just say, based on personal experiences, yeah, we have a lot of layers. Women, and I wouldn't even say that I settled. I'm just saying that we have more pressure that's put upon us, mm-hmm. and it's not fair. It's not like it's a double standard, but it is the way it is. I for mm-hmm. sure know that women. I don't even. I'm trying to think of like if I know a guy that's settled. I feel like I don't know if I do. I think I totally agree with you. <laughs> But I'm thinking, I'm trying to be the devil's advocate. Do you know a guy that was with somebody they didn't really want to be with? Well, when I think about guys settling, I feel like the reasons a guy would settle is, I do feel like a lot of times, um, and again, this might be from personal experience, guys, when you're dating a guy, let's say you're young and you're in a relationship, and a guy may really, really love you and feel like you're the one, but they're not mature yet to be in that type of relationship. So they fuck it up and then they end up losing the one that in their head was the one. And so they settle after that. They get with another female later on in life, but they always feel like that one got away, but they weren't mature enough to be in the relationship that they may have wanted maybe down the line. Yeah, And also... 
I feel like guys might settle too because I feel like a lot of the times guys may go for looks more so than other things. And looks to me, or like that's settling. that like does everything you want them to do. Like yeah, that, that they can control. Submissive. Yeah. Or like you didn't want the fiery independent one because you found the one that was just going to do X, Y, and Z and right. laundry and cook your food. But I think you're right because it's, all the men always have the one that got away stories, but how many women have like a, oh, he was the one that got away because we're not letting them get away. Like if we exactly. know this man has all these qualities that we want, we're going to try to, try to it stick in. it out. Men's going to try to play the field and do something to screw it up and then look back at it because you done cheated on her with a booger wolf. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> she was the one that with got a, away. With a basic ass bitch. That's also the reason that men always come back. I feel like they always come back. I don't know if they women do. always do, but men always come back. Well, I feel like women... If they did have they the do. one that got away situation, then they probably would. Mm-hmm. I feel like even... I feel like women go back, too, in, in a sense that they Good always chance. give the guys second, third, fourth, fifth chances. Fifth chances. Yeah, and that could be because of the fact, like you mentioned before, they feel like... You know, their biological clock is ticking. They feel like they have to be in a relationship. And that's somebody that they already know. And they may... I feel like women are blinded by love. So even though somebody may have done them wrong, they still are open to going back. You just might not let... Like, I have a problem with, like, letting stuff go. So, like, you might not want to let it go. You might not want to think about him with somebody else. You might right. not want to like even like he then did you wrong for the hundred times. You're like, but I'm not about to let her have him. Like I didn't set right. him up. It's like a competition. I set him up for the next chick to get all the the positive things that I wanted him to do. Like exactly. no, I'm gonna have him. Right. Like which isn't the best. Yeah, but I guess at the end of the day, if I had to say if women settle more or men. I, I think I would agree that women do settle more. Yeah. Not to say that men don't right. settle. Right, not to say that they don't. I just feel like it's different reasons why women settle we versus have men. have all these stereotypes, which I think is getting better as time goes on. Like, if you think about, like, when your parents were kids or when your grandparents were kids, it was a lot more pressure, it was a lot more babies when women mm-hmm. were, like, in their teens or early 20s. And now you see, like, women having babies in their 30s and 40s and Sometimes 50s. 50s. Shout out to Janet Jackson. But, like, I feel like as time goes on, you'll see more and more of that. Because we got to get our, we got to get in order. We got to go to school. We got to, we don't got time. Right. We got to do everything. At 22, like, we just don't have time. And now when I look back, I think I was even young when I had kids. Whereas now I feel like I would be more in a better place to have kids. But, of course, I don't regret anything. But, yeah, it's just going to change, I think, even when we have, when our kids are starting to grow up, it'll be different. And hopefully women will get a little bit less pressure where they can feel like they can get in relationships that they want to get into, not that Mm -hmm. they have to get into. Exactly. So what are some of the things that can be done? And again, I'm jumping the gun. (laughs) What are some of the things, let's say you're in a relationship, I don't know, let's say for two or more years or even a marriage for two or more years. You know, sometimes a relationship or marriage can get kind of dull. What are some of the things you could do to spice it up a little bit? Like, I feel like... People, I feel like when people think about spicing up, they're always thinking about, like, sex. Like, should we role play? Like, it don't have to be that. It could just be, like... But that helps. That does help. That does help. Because <laughs> if you, with a man, 
you should. You don't want to just do the same old basic things when it. Yeah. Like if try to mix it up. If I'm in a relationship with you, and I know what's going to happen when we have sex because you yeah. like to do the same old routine. That yeah. gets boring after a while. Yeah. So I do think role playing does spice it up, but not just it that. Does. Maybe having sex, somewhere I don't know, else. somewhere else in a public place, yeah. like just to get that excitement going. That's one factor. I think the communication should be open because you should know like what your spouse likes and even the stuff that they may not like you should just know everything that they like, even the freaky stuff, the most freakiest, freakiest stuff that they like. If you know that they like it, then you can bring it out at different times. Yeah. And even after things start to get dull because you had kids, you're tired, making a time where you are just about each other and not about the kids because exactly. you can get wrapped up and y'all at dinner talking about the kids for the millionth time. You have to realize that you have lives. The kids are going to grow up. They're going to have their own lives at some point, and it goes real quick. And you are going to have each other, so you got to keep. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that are married say that you're supposed to put your spouse first, and people struggle with that because they think you're supposed to put your kids first, which I agree with. In but a that way. doesn't mean abandon each that other. That doesn't mean abandon each other. And if you put your spouse first, you're going to put your kids first too. So it just you cannot let your spouse going back burner and I think you should keep the communication open know what they like like if he's adventurous and I'm not I'm still going to try to like incorporate that into Compromise. our relationship at some point like he wants to go do this I'm going to take him to do this you probably should have like I could it could be ambitious to say once a week but like once a month at least maybe after you have kids before you have kids you should be doing once a week twice whatever doing what exactly something sexing or just like a well, date, you know, dating, going on a date, yeah, or like, yeah, some. It doesn't even have to be a date, but just something that's just for the two of you. Whether you go get massage, like you should know each other well enough. That so you'll spending know. time, quality time, spending time, and also time doing stuff that you guys like to do. Because mm-hmm. once you have kids or whatever, once you get wrapped up in life, it can be easy for the other person to feel like. Like, if you're not making that other person feel appreciated, then who is? Like, once you get to be an adult, people stop making you feel special. And that's when people start to stray. They look for it somewhere else. God, and guys, I don't want to put this on guys. I'm, I'm going to stop trying to put people in a box. But people are sensitive. So, like, you just want to you wanna feel loved and you want to feel appreciated by somebody. And you guys, this is coming from someone who... Has been in a marriage before. <laughs> Me, myself, I'm in a relationship, but I feel like it's, sometimes it's different things you have to do in the marriage versus the relationship. And of course, there's similar things because when you're in a relationship, the goal is, well, hopefully the goal is to get to a marriage. Yes. But I do feel like what's important too to spice things up is to be spontaneous sometimes. And like yeah. you said, it's not just about sex, but maybe surprising your significant right. other with a trip somewhere yes, or bringing them flowers just because it's a Wednesday yes. or cooking a good meal and just even having an intimate dinner at home. It's the little thing. Yeah. If that person feels appreciated, that's the number one thing. Because you're like, I had a hard day, this and that, but this person thinks that much of me that they put me today exactly people like that i like i that. love that 
Because who else? It's such a big world. We're just such a tiny speck on the map. But, like, what's that saying? Like, to the world, you're just one person. <laughs> what? <laughs> to one person. We're getting very one, deep. But to one person, you could be the world. <laughs> that's how you want to feel. And it's not going to happen true. every day. Like, if you, anybody that's in a relationship or a marriage or whatever, it's, you're going to have fights. You're going to have arguments. You're going to have days you can't stand each other. But if you can come back to that, yeah, then you'll be good. I feel like one of my fears when it comes to relationships is that I get bored. Yeah. Like, so you wouldn't be getting bored if every month he exactly. was switching it up and like, okay, this month we're going to go away. We're going to do a staycation this month. This month we're going to go to massages. This month we're going to go to the beach. You right. know, you can't. Like, you'll be mad at them maybe a couple days out the month, but then that next thing you turn around, it's another thing that's planned out. Like, right. Exactly. Or y'all can take turns, like, every other month. That's only yeah, six it should times be a year. Reciprocated, like, yeah. Easy, easy peasy. Well, what about this? You know the saying that opposites attract? Yes. So, do you believe that it's better to be someone who is more so opposite than you, or do you think it's better to be with someone who has more similarities? I was just thinking about this the other day, and I think it's good to be with somebody that has things, different qualities, but that's not to say you should be with somebody that's the polar opposite of you, but, like, some things should balance out. Like, if I'm shy, I don't want the person I'm with to be shy, super shy as well. Or if I'm loud, I don't want the person I'm with to be super loud as well. But it's Mm -hmm. just, like, you see some people that have balance, and I just feel like it's good to have somebody that whatever my weaknesses is, is their strength. Because then exactly. we can, like, you know, we can kind of piggyback off of each other. Like, I'm not good at this. Okay, I don't cook. You cook. That will but work. you don't clean, and I clean. Like, you know, I mm-hmm. want to do everything. We're in 2018. This is not the year of... Or the season of women just, like, doing everything and, like, being barefoot Preach. and at home. What about, because I feel like I was listening to the radio. I don't remember what I was listening to. But someone called in or something like that. And they were like, the person I'm dating, we have different musical tastes. They like this type of music and I what? love this. Should I break up with them? That's a dumb so something that small, <laughs> do you think? I don't know musical taste, but like it would have to be something big, like general values or like faith or like how yes. we are not musical taste. Like if I found a good man and he liked country music and I don't like country music, so be it. He can I feel, go to Garth Brooks concert by himself. Exactly. I feel like when it comes to, I think it's a good thing, like you said, for people to have some opposites to where it balances it out, but. I think when it comes to morals and values, yeah. that should be similar. I feel like morals like, and values being opposite is like a recipe for disaster. Yeah, that's where you get to the polar opposite thing. Mm-hmm. Like, what if you with somebody that's like super like, I don't know, like super strict and super rigid and super anal and you're like more like carefree and like more like go with the flow. Like you're going to drive that person crazy because they're so anal and like you just came in from work and threw your coat on the table. Exactly. And they're like, what did you throw your Like it's right. not going to work. But if you with somebody that just prefers to be clean, they're just going to pick your jacket up. And <laughs> like, they're not going to be all crazy about it. They're just going to pick right. it up and hang it up for you. And maybe that's what you need. Like, right. maybe you're stressed out. Like, I have anxiety, so I don't have time to, like, 
I'm not super anal about stuff. Like, I don't have time to, like, be, like, everything in its place. But if I had somebody that was like that, that was, like, super, like, I know you're stressed out and I'm just going to hang your stuff up from you and I'm just going to, I'll be okay with that. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want nobody that's anal that's going to make me feel bad because I just came in and threw my purse down. But if I had somebody that recognized she doesn't need this stress in her life, yeah, I I would be good with that. Certain things... I feel like certain things, as long as you're not on one extreme of the spectrum and they're on the opposite end, that yeah. it could work. Like they're a vegan, you enjoy a good steak from mm-hmm. time to time. It may not work out. Yeah. But I feel like it could. It could work out with a but, vegan, but you know how some people that's like extreme vegan, like mm-hmm. you cannot eat meat, you cannot, you cannot wear fur. You cannot <laughs> cook with eggs can't go to sea world like that may that may i feel like even being vegan and you eat meat just down the line if the relationship does become a marriage or long term you just may be cooking you will be cooking two different meals exactly my cousin (laughs) her husband went vegan and the whole family went vegan and every time i'm around my little cousins they want a piece of pizza i'll tell you that much they just became vegan together. Like, I don't know if it would be possible for them to, like... For it to work for half the family. With a, with a marriage. They're married. Now, if they were just dating, then yeah. Mm-hmm. They would go somewhere. He'd order a salad. She'd order whatever. But right. I feel like vegans try to push their agenda. But that's, that's another story. That's, another a whole another <laughs> that's a whole other topic. That's a whole other topic. So... Shout out to the vegans. Shout out to the vegans. Because I admire the determination. And I low-key wish... You have to have strong will. I could give up dairy because I'll probably get rid of a lot of my problems, but... Shout out to the meat eaters out there, too, like myself. I love a good juicy burger. (laughs) The meat eaters. (laughs) (laughs) Well... After I just had my chili fries earlier. Mm -hmm, I had a pepperoni pizza, and let me tell you, that that (laughs) pork was good. So, let me ask you this. Rich and bad sex... Mm-hmm. Or I'm already about to pick you're up. living check to check, but the sex nope. is great. Nope. Which one, one do you choose? One, never, you know why? You know why? Why? I'm gonna say this right now. Say it right now. Being separated for three years and not having sexual relations like that, like I could find a way to satisfy to make myself it work. And probably if I was rich in ten more ways than I'm doing now, then. To be living check to check, which I could really do by myself. Like, I don't need a mate to live check to check. I could do that all by um, myself. I know people are saying, like, but I feel like if your sex is bad, you could potentially guide that person and, like, you know, improve upon the situation in some way. Well. Uh, if they got a small situation, maybe they could use their tongue. You can get like, some toys. Some, yeah, it's, they can use their tongue. It's some type of way you can coach. Y'all can bring it. If you rich, you can bring in a sex coach, a sex therapist. I thought you were going to say bring in a third person. Well, <laughs> I mean, if you rich, you could. I mean, you. it's all type of stuff you could do if, if there's two people consenting, but if you live in check to check, I feel I'm like sorry. I also feel like if if I feel like if the man is rich, it's more stuff that you would take on versus if he was poor and had bad sex. I feel like if someone was rich, yeah. you would be more accepting of DJ certain things. Is a prime yeah, because he made it known <laughs> that he does not eat out. And his wife looks happy to me. She looks happy, probably because they have. They, they, they obviously got it in at some point. They get it in, he just doesn't eat the box. 
But you know, she's living in a mansion with a big ass pool. She got a personal trainer, chef. So I mean, if I was getting that. I'd be okay if you're not going to eat the box. That's fine. I'm saying that and if as somebody that lives check to check now because I could live check to check by myself. Agreed. And it's plenty of women right now that's living with Tyrone that's got the good stuff. And not only is they living check to check, but he cheating on top of that. Because when guys got the goodies, mm. they feel they like they, feel like they can give us everything. That's community. Home. That's community. So give me a faithful rich nigga any day. Mm-hmm. But what if the check to check guy with great sex had goals? So he may not be living check to check forever. Oh, and what I if he's faithful? Type of guarantees. <laughs> <laughs> like if we had to live check to check for a couple years and then it was gonna get better, absolutely. Because I already been doing that, so okay, we can do that. But if it's gonna be like I'm not at an age where we could wait ten years for you to do better. True. No. True that. Sorry, boo boo. All right, so <laughs> let's wrap this up with a question. Um, shout out to Lipstick Alley. I love to frequent that website, that blog, every day. Um, a user asks, is it ever appropriate to contact exes or even people you dated to understand why it didn't work? I think it can help in future relationships. What do you think about that? Well, why don't I give my thoughts first? So... I would say no. It's not appropriate. Especially if you broke up with the person, then you pretty much know why it ended. And even yeah. if they broke up with you, is the guy or girl even going to be honest with you with why the relationship ended? Yeah. That's the thing. Are they going to be honest? Right. I'm big on honesty, but I'm also big on closure. And I just feel like... I may not have closure because sometimes you just like, I haven't had a relationship, uh, only one other relationship than being married and it kind of ended like kind of weird and now that person's passed away and I feel like I don't know what would, like if I had an opportunity to talk to him again, I would talk to him again and figure out like, what went wrong? Not necessarily what went wrong because I know what went wrong Like we were super, super young and there were like elements that went to it, but I just feel like if he was alive that we would have already spoken again and we would have it wouldn't have been like a what went wrong it would have been like a closure situation just like a but you're doing good i'm doing good i feel like the basis of the question from the way the question was set up it sounded like what went wrong like you're contacting them and you broke up with them you it ended a year ago and you want to contact them now to see because if you're in the process of breaking up then obviously you would find out like why in that moment yeah. So, if it was a breakup that happened a while ago, why contact them now? Like, hey, this is so-and-so. Yeah. Sometimes Tell me what happened. Because, like, when the way that we kind of went, it just was like one day we just never talked again. Like, it was like, it was never a conversation of, like, we're, we weren't really officially together in the first place to where it could be a conversation we were officially broken up. So, for me, it would have been okay to get that kind of closure just to be like, I don't even know what I mean by closure because I know I didn't do anything wrong or he didn't do anything wrong because we were too young for him to be like. Mm-hmm. As a woman, I don't know if it would do you any good to hear a man say, like, you did X, Y, and Z wrong because like, you shouldn't take it that way. Like, things just end sometimes. Yeah, things just so you may not fizzle. Be, you may not want to ask somebody, like, what did I do wrong? Because that's putting a negative spin on it. But the reason I would want to talk to him is just to figure out, like, 
did you really care about me? Like, did you really love me? And it was just like, we were just like really young. And that's just what it is. Like, if he just said that and I just said that back to him, that would be good enough for me to be like, if he was like, yeah, I really cared about you at that time, but I was like really young. You were young. I don't know what happened, but I wish you the best type of thing. I don't want to sit down with you and like rehash everything that went wrong with our relationship or have but you that tell may, me like, but that may happen. Or that'll make me feel right. Like, so then again, because that may happen, then again, is it even best for you to reach out? Because then they're just going to go in on you. And is that going to make you feel any better? I don't and know. you don't know what they're going to say. And you're you not going like, to, you might not even, with, you right. might not even use that to make yourself better for a future relationship. And those things that they had a problem with you in the past, the, your future relationships, it might be different with that person. So yeah. you you may be taking what they say you need to change and change it, but it may be work with the next person. So is it even beneficial for you to do that? Who knows? It depends on what you're trying to reach out. If you reaching out for to figure out what you did wrong, my advice would be don't. Because that's not anything exactly. beneficial for you, even for the next relationship. Because if they tell you what you did wrong, you might be self-conscious about that and just take it the wrong way. or It's just not a good idea. But right. if you reach out to somebody just to be... Maybe you didn't end it on a bad note and you just want to clear the air and be like, I don't hate you or whatever. Maybe that's good for you to move on. Some yeah, people will be perhaps, better... Maybe. Like I said, I like closure, but some, I guess sometimes you don't need closure. Like maybe I need to get some assistance with just being able to let stuff go. Yeah, just I let can't go. just let stuff go cold turkey and like yeah. we. I that's why I said I never blocked anybody in my phone or like on social media mm-hmm. or anything because it's like oh I have even though <laughs> by not doing that it's like leaving the door open for somebody in your past to, to contact come back in you and be like. What's that like? I just feel like it's best for you to be self-aware of yourself, get to know yourself, um, and know from within the things that you need to work on before you jump into a relationship versus contacting your exes to see what is wrong with you so that you can make those things better based on their advice. Just somebody else says it's wrong with you doesn't mean it is. Exactly. Yeah. Just work on yourself and... Work on yourself, boo-boo. Before you get in that next relationship. that asked that question. Yeah, work on you, boo. Work on you, boo. All right, so thank you guys for tuning in. This is your girl, Mika Gwen. And B-Fox. Until next time, smooches. Yay.